Major League Soccer, the top flight for U.S. football, kicks off the league season this weekend. And while it's super early compared to other years, with the World Cup happening later on this year, one can certainly understand why. Hello, everyone. This is Rev Brad. You're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today, I have a couple special guests on the pod. Rev. Billy Servany, the volunteer chaplain with Nashville SC, and Troy Reedy, or Rev. Reedy as we come to know, who is the co-chaplain volunteer for the Portland Timbers. We're going to take a look back at 2021 for our teams and have eyes forward for 2022 in this special MLS preview. So stay tuned. We get started right after this. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're on the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Well, welcome Billy Servany and Troy Reedy to the podcast today. Thank you guys for being on, and I'm looking forward to this MLS preview. This is uh, season's just about to kick off, and I can't believe it's already here. I don't know. Do you guys feel like time just like what happened this year? Like there's no time. Yeah, I think we're. I still feel like I'm in last season, but I know it's just happened like so fast. But it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It, it feels, I mean, certainly there's a, uh, a timetable shift, which, which has meant, a right. An earlier start time, but it somehow feels like not just a little bit earlier, but months earlier, which, which it's not, but yeah, it, it was a fast off season. No doubt. Yeah. I, I usually have time in the off season to do all this work, you know, like getting all the chaplains ready and like exploring new opportunities. And it's like, Nope. I mean, tonight, Rap or well, Rapids have had their CCL matches already. They've got another one tonight, wow. and it's it's just crazy. And then the you know they're hitting the road and and uh, taking on the first league opponent this weekend. And so, I just I can't believe it's already here. I, I'm with you, man. We have we have. I haven't seen. I mean, you know, everybody's left for preseason. And I've got to see a lot of the guys beforehand. They're coming back in. I'm like, they're coming in hot. They come back tomorrow and we're ready to, they're ready to crank. So it's, it's, uh, I feel like there's a lot of ramp up time, at least for us, at, at least. So I'm excited though. Troy, have you felt that too? Just like no ramp up, no preparation time? Yeah. Our situation right now is a bit unique, which I'm sure as the conversation continues, you know, they'll, they'll be, there'll be further discussion about, but we're, we're really in a unique situation in Portland where the players we've primarily served for the past several years um, have, have been traded or moved on or retired. And so um, that coupled with the fact that, you know, a, a regular touch point has been at the training facility midweek prior to the pandemic, which was, really the primary context for establishing some new relationships. And without, without that happening the last few years, coupled with players, you know, moving on, we're, we're in many ways almost kind of 
a fresh start and um yeah so it's a, it's a unique space to be in yeah you guys are starting over it's it's going to be a pioneering year for you for sure or uh you know, what, what do they call it in sports you know this is a a development year a rebuild or something <laughs> rebuild <laughs> we're rebuilding yeah yeah well guys i'm i'm a little proud i'm a little boastful because i look back on all three of our teams we all had really good years last year um rapids first in the western conference uh portland you guys went to the mls cup final <laughs> all the way to penalty kicks uh yeah we, there was many broken hearts and tears at our at our watch party uh here in colorado we were we were really rooting for you guys yeah. nashville you guys went deep into the playoffs yet again despite what you guys switched conferences like eight or 12 times i think e even mid-season no I'm, I'm kidding a little bit with that but let's let's do a little bit of year in review and look at 2021 and you know, just, just for you, what were some highlights coming out, maybe highlights on the field and, and what were some like, um, you know, not into specifics, but chaplaincy highlights. Was there anything that where, um, maybe just feels good coming out of the pandemic. I don't know, but, but what are some highlights for you looking back at last year and, and the work with the, the clubs? Sure. You want to go? I was going to give you the floor. I'm, I'm more of an internal processor. So that'll give me at least a few minutes to I, that's good because I've never thought about anything I say before I say it. So okay. That's um, I, you know, it was a it was a really dynamic year, partly coming out of COVID, obviously, coming into you know out of a quarantine, you know, or you know, every club has their version of a bubble around the clubhouse, and to have that lift and to be able to step into it, and so we had a very new. Uh, crew the previous year I mean, then coming into the second year uh there was still a lot of relationship building that needed to take place and so uh in some respects they were familiar it was a little confusing internally because you were familiar in a lot of ways but then when you got in you're like wow i still got a lot of relational capital to build here and that was that was uh something that you know you just live into in real time but it was great i i i love the team culture we have, it's just so relationally easy and, you know, like doing what we do, you, there's an aspect of it where you've got to be able to weather the awkwardness of walking into rooms and sitting down and being like, Hey, I'm the chaplain. And I'm like, let's just, you know, and try to wait for conversations or get, get them started. And, but uh, with Nashville, it's been, it's been really sweet to see how, uh, that's grown how a lot of old relationships have continued to grow and how it's congealed. I think I've seen the Lord move uh, as people who invited me into to their lives in deeper, more real ways uh, just across the board. So I'm, I'm very encouraged. We've, we've added a couple few guys this year. So as everything's pretty intact, so it's not been a massive hemorrhage of, all right, I got to reboot and, you know, restart this, which is, you know, can be cause for, a lot of uh, a lot of thought and planning, but I, I'm I'm very encouraged. As I look backwards, and plus the team did great. You know, it's our second year, and yeah, and uh, they crushed it. I was just real proud of the guys, just on the field and off the field. Yeah, Billy. Um, I I, I go back and I forget which match it was. Was it against Enter Miami? Like there was just one game where you guys scored like five goals, and it, yeah, you know, I've I've known Gary Smith. I've watched Gary Smith teams for a long time now, and. It's 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 not really a, a 
a stamp of scoring that many goals, but it just seemed like goals were coming out of everywhere for you guys that game. And I just thought, I think that was when Hani scored like a hat trick and like the yeah. fastest hat trick scored in MLS history. He was, he did it in like the first three minutes. I can't remember what it was. It was crazy. I, but, I mean, uh, I had fun watching that game and I'm, I'm not like a huge Nashville supporter, of course, being a Rapids chaplain, but uh, you know, I, I do care about the guys, but I just thought, man, that's one of those games where, yeah, unfortunately for, for Miami, they're not having fun and, and Nashville is having fun, but. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, that was the game where Hani scored so many, you know, like three out of the box and uh, it, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. He's just, he's a really sweet guy. He's just a real sweet, uh, gentle guy, humble as, as you can imagine. And I think for the team, it was a real power. I'm going dark here. Uh, it, for the team, it was just a demonstration of what they're capable of and what uh, I think everyone was a little uh, blown away by how good they were. So it was it was really fun to be a part of. Would you would you say that's a highlight match for the season? Like if you had to pinpoint one, I, or, is, or is there another one that's kind of like, nah, this was our turning point. Like here's where we could have gone south in the division. But here's where we turn things around. Like I'm trying to remember where that Miami game happened in the season, but I do, but I, I do know that on the other side of that, there was a sense of not just confidence, but a sense of knowing. Like, yeah, we've got we. This is this is just about staying connected, letting it congeal and come together at the right time. But it was it had all the pieces there, and. Uh, but it was, you know, I think everyone, even the crowd, to see something like that. I remember sitting there with my son and just jaws dropping like, all right, this is going to be good. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be a lot yeah. of fun. It, it's great when you see things come together. And I think, Troy, for you guys, you, you had to see things come together. Because I remember, I mean, Portland was below the red line at one point, and And, I mean, I was wondering if you guys would even make playoffs. And yet... You came to Colorado, unfortunately, on Thanksgiving Day and ruined ruined our Thanksgiving uh, festivities. Of course, we had to wait 23 days to play a game. And I, I just got to say, yeah, that's just not smart on the league's part. But I understand you're, you're trying to go around FIFA windows and other things and playoffs. But but Troy, talk about Portland here a little bit and, and the season they had. Yeah, as you said, you know, there was a there was a decent start. And then certainly that um, that midseason moment you know which extended over a few weeks where um yeah where things where things were not looking good and certainly as a city and i'm sure as a team and staff and players you know there there was some some intense just moments and and the pressures involved with professional athletics um, and certainly every, you know, every, every season, regardless of the year, are, are going to have some ups and downs and going to have its own unique narrative. Um, but yeah, there, there was, you know, a, a critical home match against Seattle where um, it was a pretty significant scoreline loss. And then, um, and, and then one of the turning points was then playing away at, at Seattle where the team got a result and that sort of moved moved the trajectory for the rest of the season and then yeah. you, you guys always love beating uh, corporate seattle as as ben sometimes likes to call it you know those are corporate fans there but <laughs> what a great rivalry you guys have there in the pacific northwest yeah and ironically i think 
recent statistics is the away teams are are primarily winning those games, which is uh, that's crazy for the great fan support in, in both in both cities. Um, that's not that's not what the data should should reveal, probably. Yeah, it's great for the traveling fans because they're like, hey, come yeah, on, guys. we did we... our job. We did yeah. our job. Twelfth <laughs> man, twelfth so, man. So yeah, then then um, you know, I I think especially in one game playoff situations now, you know that it, it really is regardless of seed, anything can happen. And um, as a as a former player and deeply rooted within the club, I was happy to see the results go the way of the Timbers, but recognizing, you know, most, if not all of those games could have gone either way. Um, and, and, and a highlight for me actually was, you know, at, at, certainly with MLS Cup being hosted in Portland, but the club was so great about bringing in alumni and 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 nice. inviting them into you know the festivities of delivering the trophy and some events and so it was just a it was a joy for me um to have some some teammates that i had played with and hadn't seen in you know 10 years wow and when they see me you know um rev reverend reedy what it you know and i was like oh yeah i forgot that that's what they called me as a player yeah <laughs> but that was the first you know that was just the first inkling um or you know that they had and so that was neat from 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 the the chaplaincy side you know and obviously we're all aware confidentiality confidentiality is is supreme in ways of honoring players but right. um you know, we, we had some really powerful opportunities to walk alongside of some of the, the guys we were serving that were in, in some intense, uh, yeah. moments, not even related to, Oh, are, am I playing or not playing type things? Um, but just evaluating who, who am I as a, as a soccer player and as an individual. And those, those are, again, just so honoring to be invited into those spaces to come alongside of these young men. And um, so many times people just don't realize there's so much going on behind the scenes. And, you know, just even thinking about that around, you know, a lot of people watching Super Bowl and, and, and those things and, and MLS Cup and, you know, you, you get to know some of those details. And so I, I feel like as a chaplain, sometimes I extend more grace because I know maybe an off the field situation, whereas everybody's like, this is our star expensive player and he's got to produce, he's got to perform. And you, that's where you just have to be quiet and you just, you just sit and, and you just pray. I just pray God's extra grace for that, for that person. Cause you know that they feel that pressure internally and externally. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those deals too, that you get people that, when you look at the people on the field and you know, people ask you like, who's your favorite, who's the best or who's the, this. And, and I always, I'm always quick to say, I'm like, this is all so personal to me. Like my judgment is so clouded when I watch players because I'm like, I love someone so much. I'll have a, I'll, I will see that. Like I I will look at them better than they are. I'll see what, you know, and I, but it's really personal and I'm like, which is great. It should be. And, uh, but you're right. Like when people come into that, as you care for these guys and you walk the, walk the roads with them and you, you, you know, the, 
you go the cycle of the season and it's uh, when you get to those places, it's just, it's what's at stake is there's a lot of different, there's a lot of layers to it from our vantage point for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, for Rapids, you know, they, they didn't take first place in the West until, well, it was after their game. It was a result of another game. And, and then all of a sudden they're number one in the West, they get the number one seed and they'd been fighting. And, and, you know, for us, like this was our, uh, this was Robin Fraser, our our head coaches. I think this is kind of like really his first full year without the distraction or or yeah. challenge of COVID. And so, yeah. you're seeing the team really respond to him. And and you know, just we had so many good things happen last year. And the stadium was rocking. I was in a staff meeting, and and you know this the heads are saying like, Hey guys, we didn't do this well in 2016 when we went to Western conference final. Um, we're going to do it better this time. We're really going to enjoy the ride. And we, mm -hmm. we want staff, the team, we want everyone to just get galvanized and energized. We have a Thanksgiving day game, you know, this first time in MLS history. Wow. And yeah. so there was a lot to be excited for. And, 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 and then when when you guys won and the scramble in the box and the way it happened and and you just you feel this huge deflation but you know kudos to i think some of the rapids front office staff because they just said you know it's not how we wanted it to end but but we didn't leave anything behind and and we didn't miss any opportunity we just tried to live into the fullest of this experience and and i think that's always so hard year after year but um yeah it, it the team did so many cool things last year and, and no one picked them. No one expected it. And I think, yeah. you know, I, I know sometimes uh, we go back and forth between, you know, clubs and, and who's who and what's what, but for us, it's, it's always been uh, rapids have always kind of been the team where underdog fight for each other, no superstar, like glory, glory getter, but they just kind of all work hard for each other. And, and those have been the best teams that I've been around. And and I felt like this past year of, of 2021, it was the same kind of vibe in the Rapids locker room. There was the same kind of ethos culturally. And I thought, you know, the, you know, this could be the year. Um, wow. And unfortunately we met Portland, but uh, love you, Troy. That's okay. <laughs> we'll just figure it out. So, well, guys, a little bit uh, into outlook for this next year. Um, and I'm going to kick things off cause I'm, I'm kind of excited. I mean, Rapids, you know, they, w with first place, they got the CONCACAF champions league spot. So they played, uh, last Wednesday against Honduras. They'll play again tonight. Um, it's exciting, always exciting, challenging, I think, to come in off a of preseason and kind of get into this competitive mode, but, um, looking forward to, to potential extra games there, but you know, some other exciting things happened for us. We sold three players to Europe. If you include Sam Vines, which happened kind of last year, and then, uh, Cole Bassett went over and then, uh, you know, we just, just announced, um, uh, selling Austin trusty, one of our center backs and, and loaned him back for the rest of the season, but, or for a half season and sold him to Arsenal. So, you know, I don't know if people are very much into soccer who are listening, but but when you start to see the club making these kinds of transactions, yeah, some of it's business, but some of it too is is for these younger guys, sort of the fulfillment of a lifelong dream and and a and a goal that they've they've had this aspiration as a young person. Like, 
of getting over to Europe and playing with these sort of elite clubs and these prestigious clubs that have long histories. So that's kind of exciting to have journeyed with some of these younger guys and, and a journey with them through that process. And then, you know, to kind of be holding hands or, or praying for them while they're in decision-making moments and, mm-hmm. and then to see, you know, outcomes that happen. It's, it's kind of a, it's a special thing. It's a, it's a celebration that isn't necessarily a, a win in the, or a loss on the field or, or a championship ring or anything, but you, you go on and you see success or achievement for some of these guys individually. And that, and that tends to be a, a bit of a filling thing. And so with that, I kind of feel like this year's Rapids team, I, I don't really know as well because mm. we have some different pieces. Some, some key players have moved on through trade and other things. And so, you know, I'm kind of wondering, can Robin do it again? You know, can the, can the club, can the team kind of galvanize again and, and rise above what some may expect? And now maybe because we, we did do well last year, the, the bar for us will be higher and should be. But uh, yeah, there's a little bit of an unknown. We, we've already had a, a key injury this, this uh, preseason. So part of me this year, I'm just like, I'm not sure how we're going to do or how we're going to finish. I, I'm certainly hoping it's it's on par with last season, but... Um, I think too, being around this for so many years, like you just expect that there's, there's still some unique challenges and obstacles in the way for, for Colorado Rapids. Sure. So how do you, when you may ask you a question, when you're doing, when you have a team that's new and you're like, all right, I got to build kind of a rebuilding and relationships and those respects, what's your first, what's the first thing you lean into when you're trying to do that? How do you do that? I, I, I try and show up. You know, right. show up, show up to the training center, uh, show up, you know, in, in the moments when, when you can, yeah. um, you know, I've made in different years have, have had different kind of introductory moments. Sometimes it's an in-person meeting last couple of years have been unique and different. Uh, sometimes it's just a, a relational handoff from, you know, a guy coming from another team or another, another part of the world. And someone, you know, helps, helps hand things off a little bit to you and, um, so it's just, you know, like, like the guy who got injured, it's just like, you know, I still have on my to-do list, send, send a get well card with an encouragement note, you know, offering, you know, some of the, some of the guys have recently had uh, newborn kids. And now that some of the COVID restrictions are changing and, um, you know, the comfortability of some of these athletes just offering to, Hey, why don't you take your, your wife out for, uh, a night out? We'll, we'll watch a little one for you. You know, like just just being real practical to offer a trustworthy sort of relational uh, repose, I think is, is sometimes some of the best places where that happens. And then when you're there for the crisis or the celebratory moment, you know, it's funny how guys remember that. And you're like, I, I don't really remember it that way, but um, sometimes they just, they remember that you were there. And um, I remember something a, a, a player once said to me, he was, he was struggling in a training session and, he saw the technical director always out standing on the grass. And, um, and he said, he always saw me standing on the opposite hill. And he said, it was interesting because I'd look at the technical director and know that he was critiquing me and like, he just like bearing down on me with his eyeballs. And, and I asked him, I go, well, what did you see when, when you knew I was out there? And he goes, I just knew you loved me. I just knew you cared about me. And we were going to go for a coffee. No, no matter if I, missed a tackle or like we were just going to go and, and you were not asking anything of me. And so, you know, I, I look at those moments. And so I, I realize sometimes 
the importance of presence, even though you may not see a, a quantitative outcome to that, um, you, you just realize that sometimes just showing up, being visible, um, giving an encouragement, a shout, a love, you know, a, a fist bump or a, a hug, you know, in different, in different times and seasons, uh, that has a lot of power in people's lives. And, um, yeah, even at the introductory meeting for this year, I showed up and, uh, you can't, you guys can't see right now, but, um, Troy, you and Billy can, I, I had a full on beard and I was, I was comparing it to some of the other guys on the club, like, Hey, I'm trying to beat you in this and I've shaved it since. But, um, you know, those, those kind of gentle moments, tender moments are, uh, things you share with, with people and, and you travel together, as you said, through highs and lows. And I, I think that just, that melds you to them in, in a unique way. I love that, man. Like the whole idea of just presence and the power of that, you know, is the, is the, just the ministry of presence where you just go and you be, and you do it consistently. And part of it too, is that, you know, some of these people it's it, through presence that when there's others that might not engage, right. Or that might seem standoffish, your presence in that moment, when, when that thing goes bad, when there's an injury or the tragedy strikes or something or whatever happens, you're the one they'll call because they're like, you're, you're the constant reference point. I think that's, that's a beautiful thing, man. And it also leans into the fact that it's like, God's the one that's, that's moving here. And if you do that, it's when, as you show up, it just, it, it's just a way of cooperating with the Holy spirit and saying, all right, do what you're going to do. Give me eyes to see it. Help me to agree with it and, and uh, do what you do, God. And that's yeah. beautiful. Man. So yeah. thank you. Well, well, Billy, as you're speaking, I'm, I'm reminded that you guys are getting a new, a new home, a stadium this year. And I know. Isn't that crazy. there's got to be some energy and excitement around. In fact, I'm, I'm actually looking at my schedule to, to book plans to come out. And now that you guys are in the Western conference, which I just gotta you say, know, when you think Nashville, there's one thing you can think you think about when you think Nashville, and that's Western Conference. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna feel the heat this year. I, I mean, Gary Smith and you guys have had it easy in the East, I think, and now you're gonna get the Portlands and Colorados. And no, I'm I'm teasing. Well, no, I'm I'm giving that's a little right. bit of banner there, but uh, yeah. So what's what's the outlook for you guys this year? New stadium, new new conference. Yeah, I mean, I think the com. I, 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 well, I'll start with the stadium. Stadium is really cool. It's really neat what they're building there. Uh, and this, the aesthetics are awesome. It's just classic. They, they just did it right. They thought through it, thought it through really well. And it's one of those, you know, not a bad seat in the house kind of places. And it's, and it's, I think they really built on the vibe where they put it was really neat. And I think, uh, I think it's central. Uh, it's just, and to walk, it's one thing to, you know, we've been playing in the Titan stadium here and an NFL stadium. And that's great. But when you, but you have your own place, you start building your own traditions around your own geography. And uh, I don't know, it's your house. Right. And people, so I think there's just a ton of energy around that. Uh, I do think, it, uh, you know, so that happens, I guess, May one, I believe is the opening game and the, uh, which is awesome, but it's a real, like, uh, but the first half of the season are going to be away games, you know. So th- we will be traveling more than we ever have. You you got to talk to to Ben and Troy about this because yeah. they have had multiple seasons where 
uh, is it still Providence Park that that yes. call it? Yeah, they've renovated and like Portland started on the road twelve games. It's crazy. So talk yeah. to them. Yeah, man. So it's it's so you know coming from but coming from Nashville and commuting to those you know traveling that that's a there's just a lot of a lot of uh, airplane time, which I think is now a the amount of traveling is one, but the the sheer distances that is a strategic uh, uh, factor that they need to consider in and learn, learn how to work around that, which I think it'll be, that'll be a steep learning curve, but yeah. I think it'll be fun. You know, it's when you play in a different conference, you, you know, you play in one conference, you get really used to certain figures and certain, you know, teams and the cultures around them. And this will be a, this is shaking up the snow globe a little bit. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, during you know, to touch on that point briefly, we can, Billy, speak later if, if needed or if that would be helpful. But um, sure. yeah, during, during some of the long away match stretches, we, we started meeting with players in the airport because the times at the training facility were so limited by the time they got back and then they're planning, you know, packing again to leave and, um, yeah, so we they check in for flights and then we'd find a spot and you could tell by the end, you know, that these players, you know, you can you can only travel so much and do it so much. Oh, oh man, they were meet me at the Cinnabon for a little chapel. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Billy, you can play a music set while you're waiting for them in the little uh I, I love that about Nashville. They got the little stage there. What do they call it? I, there, there's a couple of them. Yeah. There's a you walk, you get off the plane. There's about two or three places that uh that you'll have live live music, you know, cranking wow. it. That's just, there you go. You just do a little chapel in the airport for them, be like, hey, yeah, put out a tip jar. That's right. <laughs> chapel and a and a gig at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Troy, what what's the uh what's outlook for, for timbers for this year? Like what uh I mean are you guys going to go all the way to the cup final again this year? Or are you, you guys retired one of my favorite players, Diego Valeria, or well, he's moved on to another club. So, uh, man, I'm going to miss seeing Diego in the league. I just loved his creativity and his, you know, just, he's a great guy, great player. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That will be a, that will be a loss for the city, you know, on multiple levels, as you said, you know, not just being, a legendary player any way you slice it he's just the way he's consistently carried himself in the city um humility you know all, all of the things um will be a loss will be a loss um so to answer your question of course we're going to be in the mls cup final again that's like that's that's just an easy response. We're we're gonna be ready for you if we play you guys. Okay, I'm telling you that right now. No, I um, I don't know if I have a, a a thoughtful opinion about that at this point. I think you know certainly if you've made a run, you have a you have a good, capable rostering team, and and as is every club, you know you're seeking to reload and upgrade in different in different areas um so you would think you know with the success of last year they, they'd be in a great spot in terms of a strong foundation 
Um, and then it certainly, you know, I know, if, I know of teams that can go both ways in terms of, you know, oh, we were so close. We were so close. And it, and it uh, serves to whet a further appetite to just take that final, you know, to take that final leap into another championship. Um, but those are, you know, the season is so long and yeah. you know, at, as a coach, of you know, this comes into play as well with my own players, but every team and every player believes and wants to win the championship, you know? Yeah. So it's just, that's kind of a given we're going to do it this year. And then the reality of the competitiveness and all of the, you know, nuances of soccer in and of itself, where it can just be a moment. It can be a matter of an inch one way or the other that, that, you know, look, looking back at the 2015 year that, that the Timbers won the championship and in the, I believe it was a first round game. You have a, you have a penalty shot that goes off both posts, you know, yeah. that would have ended it. And, yeah. and that would have been it. And if maybe yeah. even less than that, you know, um, and getting through that game, then, then ultimately came with a championship run, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been the is so small. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it really is. And that it makes you, you realize, you know, what, what guys sacrifice and give up and go through and then to achieve that, that ultimate thing, um, it doesn't come often. And so it's important to relish it, enjoy it, soak it in. So, well, Hey guys, as we wrap up today, what I'd love to do is I'd love for each of you to pray for your club for the season. I'll pray for Rapids and finish this up and pray for the league overall. But, uh, yeah, if, if we would just close it out that way and, um, and kind of walk away and, and get ready for the season. So, Billy, won't you start since you're new to the Western Conference? Welcome. <laughs> Western Conference. Here we go. Uh, Lord, thank you for these men. Thank you for this time. I thank you that uh, we get to do this. And what a rare opportunity to walk with people and the in this these ecosystems. I pray uh, for my friends at the Nashville Club, Lord. I pray your blessing on them. I pray. Lord, that even now as they train and they prepare, that you that that you are preparing them physically and emotionally and mentally for this long season, but also, Lord, that you would break the ground spiritually for them, where something new can grow, something uh, life giving, and something that is a proclamation of your glory. Uh, I thank you, Lord. Uh, give them hearts that uh, ask better questions, uh, eyes that look for goodness around you and hands that seek to serve uh lord we love you and just ask that in your name yes lord i agree it it, it really is a, a a joy and an honor and a privilege to um to come alongside of of, of each of our clubs which which are ultimately people and people that you love and people that you pursue um and yeah, the, as we just talked about so much of, so much of loving and serving is by way of simply showing up and being available. And, um, yeah, just thank you for the gift of being 
your image bearers, your representatives to come alongside of uh, players and staff and those that work in and around the club to represent you and represent you well in, in ways of um, empathy and, um, and yeah, and, and just meeting people, Lord, where, where they're at. And so I do pray for uh, the Timbers along with um, the clubs represented with these brothers, but also, also all of the others and, and ask that you, by your grace, by your hand would provide new inroads and opportunities to love and serve well. Um, yeah, let your name be exalted uh, in and through our lives and may, uh, may players and staff and others um, see really truly who you are. God, we thank you for uh, the opportunity to, um, yeah, just have football, to have soccer as a, an expression. Um, and I just pray for each, each team represented here and each of the teams throughout the, the league, MLS, and, and the other leagues as well as soccer continues to grow here in, in the States and in North America. I pray your blessing on the athletes, the coaches, the staff members, for those who find their livelihood, their vocation, their work uh, in and around this sport and this game. Uh, I pray that we as chaplains might effectively serve and love and care for people who at, at different times may or may not uh, consider you. And so, uh, Thank you for the words already said and prayed today, and we just want to lift up um, those that we will serve this year and those that we have served in the past um, and, and those that are yet to come. So for the different highs and lows, Lord, let us be grounded in you so that we can be in a good reflection and we can be incarnational in the way that we, we walk and talk and come alongside of people. And I just pray a, a blessing for for Rapids this season, uh, for all the, the things good that uh, can and will be done, um, not just in that football stadium, but in the community itself. And, and, and may it be an influence and force for change that uh, can, can move alongside your desires and your will. And so, Lord, we, we pray a blessing on the league as well as, as things begin, as things get started watch over, give safety for the fans that fill stadiums each weekend, um, for for those that, again, just their entire livelihood is, is dependent on this game, would you look after and provide for them? And we'll give you the praise and glory to see good things happen in and through um, this game and the people in and around it, and, and thank you for the opportunity to, to serve. And we uh, acknowledge you, Jesus, in all these things. Amen. 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 Oh, so good to be with you guys this this uh, this day, and uh, bless you guys, bless your seasons. I'm Thank sure you. we'll share plenty of banter as our teams uh, square off against each other throughout the year. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you taking the time, and yeah. I just would love to conclude by saying, "Go Nashville." <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, it's Rev Brad, Rev Reedy, and Rev Servany coming to you from the touchline. <laughs> <laughs>